0: This is us. We have a desire to be a place where people can experience the love of Jesus. A place where people can grow in their relationship with God. And a place for people to find their purpose in Christ. We are a church that's about family, building relationships, and raising up leaders to change our community and our world. We want to make Jesus known and to give all the glory to God. This is us. Now, uh, I know I say this like every Sunday, but you're here on the right Sunday today. You really are. Today is Vision Sunday, and two times a year, we set aside a Sunday to just have a conversation with you, to talk with you about all the wonderful things that God has done, all of the great things that God is doing, and then all of the things that we're believing that God will do. And so you're here on the right Sunday, if you're visiting with us today at either one of our locations, I want you to know that this particular uh, message is a little bit different than usual, but it's one of my favorite Sundays because it's a day of celebration. And I want you to know up front that God is moving at your church. He's moving at your church. You're a part of a life giving church and and none of this. There's a lot of content, a lot of information. Uh, None of this is none of this. Let me say a couple things up front. None of this is boring and we shouldn't take any of it for granted. God's favor is on Go Church. If you know that, somebody say, man, come on. Yeah, come on. (laughs) So I always break up Vision Sunday into two parts. The first part is information. I'm going to give you a lot of information. So if you've got something to write with, go ahead and take that out now. If it's your cell phone, you want to take some notes, I encourage you to do that, especially if you've got a calendar app, because I'm going to give you some save the dates. And then the second part of Vision Sunday is always inspirational. So it's informational on the front end and then inspirational on the back end. And I believe that In the next 30 minutes, you and I will leave here just more excited and more encouraged about what God is doing, not only at Go Church, but around the world. So let me give you some save the dates. I'm going to give you a few things. I could really give you the whole year, but that's a lot of information to hold on to. So I'm going to go go into April, just a few months out. Let me cast a little vision there. The last Sunday in April is set aside for Sunday Funday. If you've ever been a part of a Sunday Funday at Go Church, you know that it's like church on spiritual steroids. Come on, somebody. It's a whole nother level of church. Now, I think that every Sunday is a great day to invite someone to come and to check out your church and the ministry of Go Church. But Sunday fun Day is really strategic. Uh, to reach people that aren't connected to a church family. And uh, we always theme out Sunday Funday. We pull out all the stops. It's, it's, it's like uh, the red carpet experience for all of our guests. And so I, I'm asking you to mark your calendar for Sunday Funday on April 26. A few of these save the dates are just because I know many of you are starting to plan uh, travel and vacations and just random weekend getaways. And so I'm asking you, to carve out some of these can't miss Sundays. The next day doesn't really need a whole lot of advertising because I think when, you know, like Jesus came up out of the tomb, that was enough marketing. Come on somebody, but it's Easter. And, uh, I, I know this, that Easter is just a really, really, if you're going to be in church on any Sunday, let it be Easter Sunday now, depending on what county you live in, uh, sometimes the school system kind of uh, lets a few days off of school leading up to the Easter holiday. And so you might be traveling, just be in church somewhere on Easter. The team here is working really, really hard on Easter 2020. I don't know exactly how many days we have until Easter, 66 or so days until Easter. And if the team's working hard for you and your family to come and to be a part of either one of our campuses on Easter Sunday. It's gonna, it's gonna be a great, great day. And I uh, hope, that, hope that you're here. All right, let me talk to all the ladies. All the ladies, both campuses, let me hear you. Come on, ladies. Where are you at, ladies? Come on. Hey, y'all. All right. This is this is just for you, ladies. You've heard this announcement a few times on February the 29th. That's a Saturday is our first ever You Go Girl one day event. Come on, ladies in this awesome. So and this is how I've been saying around my house, like you got to have a little attitude, like you go, girl. You know, what I'm talking about like, yeah, I have some attitude with it. And I'm, I'm inviting all of you on behalf of the first lady of the house, Kimberly. Don't you love you some Kimberly now? Come on. Love me some, Kimberly. Thank God for her. Uh, she's putting on this event with the team and a, a, a whole lot of volunteers are working really, really hard for you ladies in this You Go Girl one day event. Uh, the cost is $15, but that cost includes registration for the, the one day event. It includes food and child care. So it's a really, really good deal. And let me just say this to you because I mean it. We don't ever want money to be a reason that you can't be a part of an event. Very few things we do. Is there ever a fee associated to it? Sometimes just because of volume, uh, it requires that. But if you want to be a part of this event and you can't afford it, you let us know. We're going to do everything we can to help you get there. Does anybody agree with that? Come on, ladies. So. <laughs> But I I want I want this at both campuses. I want this to just to explode. So go to mygochurch.com backslash events and uh, you can sign up for the the one day you go girl event. All right. Isn't that great? Uh, We're going to start a new series two weeks from today. The title of this series is The Bible Doesn't Say That. How many of you know that there's a lot of floating uh, half truths and outright lies that even Christians have adopted into their mind as to what they think the Bible says? And, and this isn't to, to really point anybody out individually, but you know, some individuals are guilty of saying things like, well, you know, the Bible says that God wants me happy. Well, The Bible doesn't say that. Uh, here's one, and, and maybe you've said it or you've heard this said, uh, God will never give you more than you can handle. How many of you have ever heard that before? Or even you've, you've said that? Well, the Bible doesn't say that either. So we're, <laughs> some of you are like, dear God, what does the Bible say? <laughs> Well, that's why we're here today. It's a church, and we're going to help you with that. But, you know, I'm going to walk through a three-week series on some of those thoughts that people say the Bible says. We're going to debunk some of those truths and really share with you what the Bible does say. So I'm really excited about this series, and uh, I'd love for you to be a part of those three weeks. And then moving a little closer to today's date, this upcoming Wednesday is February the 5th. The first Wednesday night of every month, we do a first Wednesday gathering, and uh, we're inviting you at both locations to come out that night. Uh, I've told you this before, but on Wednesday morning, I'm flying up to, to, to be with our Germantown family. I'm gonna preach live there. So somebody better show up. I'm gonna be a sad pastor if I'm the only one in the room. Well, the staff will be there. I pay them to be there. So, uh, but everybody else who wants you to come, and then I wanna meet new families and see familiar faces. And then here at our South Metro Atlantic campus, what an honor it is to have my pastor 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 Matura, bringing the word that night. Come on, don't you love him? It's also it's also water baptism. Water baptisms happening that night. A lot of people going public with their faith, and and I've looked at the weather, and in Germantown and here in the Sharpsburg, Georgia area, it's supposed to rain on this first Wednesday, so it's pretty much baptism for everybody, you know. But. <laughs> Um, but don't let a little rain keep you from the house of the Lord. Come on. So, you know, we'll be ready to receive you and uh, to have you here with us that night. And this to be a great night of worship, communion, devotion, water baptism and uh, just some good old fashioned preaching. Come on. So we hope that you can participate. Last Sunday, as you walked into either one of your campuses, you saw all of the different groups, small groups that are being offered at your at your location. And over the next few weeks, we're going to be allowing for registration for groups to be open. That'll happen again this Sunday and then go all the way through the ninth, which is next Sunday. And then the week of the ninth, our spring semester of groups begins. So you have a couple more weeks to sign up for a group. But let me say this, don't delay, because groups will close based off of capacity. And so some of you have already experienced that. You said, well, let me, just, let me just pray about that group. And then you showed up this morning, and that group was full. Some things you just don't need to pray about. Come on now. And uh, sometimes you just need to to take that next step and sign up for a group. You can visit GoChurchGroups.com. Or on your way out today, again, at both locations, you can see all of the different groups that are being offered. We really, really want you to be in a group. A real life change happens in the context of relationships. Just real fast after worship here this morning, ran into a a young lady that said, Hey, this weekend, I gave my heart to the Lord. Isn't that fantastic? And let me tell you this. The first thing I said was you need to be in a group. You gotta get in a group because that accountability and that encouragement is what will sustain that walk with Christ. I need somebody to help me preach. I know that's not like shouting preaching, but it's good preaching. So, those are some save the dates, a lot of information, and we're trying our best to make sure that you stay in the know. And so, of course, we've got our MyGoChurch.com website. Uh, We we utilize social media and we leverage the power and the technology of social media. But we've also, and this is really cool, we've also created and developed and launched a brand new GoChurch app. Come on now, isn't that fantastic? So so the the app is available for Apple and Android, which means the app is for the saved and the unsaved. Come on now. (laughs) It's funny. If you're wondering which is which, you know. You know. Well, I want you to get the app now. The easiest way, the easiest way to grab a hold of this app is to go to MyGoChurch.com on your smartphone. And at the very top, there's a banner that says download the app. It will read what type of phone you have and we will just download that app right away. It's the easiest and fastest way. You get to watch previous messages. we got podcasts there. You can sign up for all of these events that we just talked about. You can even give. So when you go on vacation, you can give to the ministry of Go Church through the app. It's a really great app. And uh, I'm excited to announce the launch of that. And I pray that you download it today. Come on. Isn't this awesome? Are you having fun yet? Come on. All right. So, one thing about today. One thing about today. You're gonna clap a lot. All right. You're gonna clap a lot. There's a lot of things to clap about. So let's just practice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little test. I'm gonna say, "Isn't that great?" And then both camps, you just clap real loud. Isn't that great? All right. Good. If your neighbor didn't clap, you ought to tell him. You better clap. Jesus is watching. And this is being live streamed, so we can go back and watch too. Watch this. I want to give you some campus updates, uh, some things that are happening globally in the ministry of Go Church, and then some cool things that are happening at both of our campuses. The first thing I want to address is our 2019 contribution statements. Uh, Many of you have already received those in the mail, along with a thank you for your generosity letter uh, from mine and Kimberly's heart. And I wanna make sure that if you gave financially to the ministry of Go Church in 2019, that you received that contribution statement uh, for tax purposes and all of that, but also, and to me more importantly, I wanna make sure you get that letter Uh, because we cannot do what God has called us to do without your financial stewardship and generosity. And so if you didn't receive a contribution statement and you gave to the ministry of Go Church and this previous year, or if you got a contribution statement and the information was incorrect, don't worry. We can fix that really, really fast. All you got to do is stop by Next Steps today or contact the church office and we'll be glad to give you a corrected contribution statement or to provide you one. If you didn't receive one, sometimes things just get lost in the mail, you know? So, uh, and then I really want to make sure we get in your hands uh, that thank you letter because from the bottom of my heart, just may the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for believing in the vision and mission of Go Church, which we'll talk more about today. Uh, it was a banner year. 2019 was a supernatural year. Let me show you a few of these things. All four of these numbers are worthy of, like, just, come on, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But none greater than the first number. And that's the number 300. Because in 2019, and I really want you just to give God some thanks, 300 people received Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior for the very first time. Come on, can you just shout? Come on, with thanksgiving? Ah! This is why we do what we do. And 300 people were rescued from the grips of hell. And now, man, I just love this so much. 300 people said yes to the Lord. 73 of those 300 people went public in their faith in 2019 and they were baptized in water. Come on, can you say amen to that? I love it. 300, 300 and I love this number, 373 people completed Move Track and became members of Go Church in 2019. We t- hey, let me say it to you like this. You now have 373 more family members. Come on, somebody. Isn't that awesome? Come on, let's just give the Lord some thanks right here. And then uh, for those of you who are really introverted, all this clapping is just like driving you crazy. So, and then this number is really great. 50%, 50% of our weekend gathering attendance was involved in a group in 2019. So over almost, almost over 50% of all of the people that attended Go Church at either one of our campuses on a Sunday connected to a group in 2019. And that's such a huge win. And I, I wanna see, and I, I can't make you, I can't make you do this. I can only pray that the Holy Spirit would direct you to do this, but I wanna see that percentage, all of these percentages and numbers go up in 2020. By faith, can you give me a good amen right there? Awesome. Let me give you a, let me give you a few more campus updates here and then I'll jump into the inspirational side of things. On our last vision Sunday, I made a statement and uh, I actually this past week went back and watched that particular part of the message because I, I wanted to make sure that my thinking was straight and that I said what I thought I said. You know, the older you get, sometimes you just forget things that you said. And some of y'all know this because your grandparents just like tell you the same story, like six times in a row on the same day (laughs) during dinner, you know, but So I just want to make sure that I wasn't making up something. And and anyway, what I said was, I think was a little bit, uh, clouded by the announcement of the rebrand and rightfully so. I mean, the transition and rebranding to go church was a huge announcement, but I said this, I said, I would love that if on our next vision Sunday, I was able to stand up here and announce to you the launch of our third campus, the launch of our third location. How many of you remember that? Just raise your hand even if you don't. I'll, the Lord will forgive you for lying. it made me feel better, like you were listening. Well, I'm, I'm really excited to tell you that I'm not gonna be able to do that today because that's not happening yet. But what I am going to announce to you, I think plays a critical role in the launching of that third location. So let me, let me tell you the, the, just a real quick story. Uh, Sometime last year, we were contacted by our denomination. We're a part of a much bigger church family, the Church of God out of Cleveland, Tennessee. They let us know of a struggling church, which is located 8.2 miles from right here. So in Palmetto, Georgia. So for those of you in this room, you're familiar with Palmetto, Georgia, 8.2 miles from the front door of this location to the front door of that church's location. They said the church is about to foreclose. They owed some money and they're going to dissolve, they're going to disband. And they asked if we would be interested in taking over the financial responsibility which would then give us ownership of the property. So after working diligently with our board of trustees and our denomination and our lawyer and our CFO and our bookkeeper and the bank, and uh, we offered a super, I'm telling you, a supernatural settlement on what they owed the bank I'm really proud to announce to you that we took possession of the Palmetto church, which is eight miles from here. Come on. Can you thank God for that? Yeah. Now I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk in absolutes because I've learned in my life that you never tell God, never come on. That'll preach, won't it? But I don't feel in my heart that this is the location of our third campus. Now the Lord could shift that, But what I do think is that this is kind of a wild card and where we launched the third campus, because there is a ton of equity in this building and in this property that could at least almost three fourths fund a third campus location. Do you get that? So I just had this thought and I'm gonna throw it out there. If you went to lunch with somebody recently and they're like, Hey, you know, any good churches for sale, have them call us because we got one for sale. Come on, somebody. Any takers today? Anybody? Okay. Going once. going. I see your hand. Thank you. So pray with me that the Lord would just uh, continue to move us in the right direction uh, because this is a, let me tell you, this is a blessing. This is a huge blessing. It's a bittersweet story because of, of course of the history of this church but I'm honored to be able to continue to move forward with the vision of this house. And we're believing God for our best days. And you can look around the room at both locations. We need another campus. Come on, somebody. So God's going to do it. All right. Now let me talk to Germantown for a minute because I want to brag on Germantown. Man, let me tell you, you all have, you all have been through so much transition And since 2018, when all of this, and I know the people of the South Metro campus, they've been through a lot of transition as well from a transition of pastoral leadership from my in-laws to Kimberly and I, and some of them are still in therapy over that. And, you know, but for you all, we went from a, I don't know why you laughed, but for Germantown, we went from a live teaching location to a live stream location. And that, how many of you know, that's not an easy transition. And we had some attrition, You know, sadly, we had some casualties along the way. We had some great families that that moved on to another church. And we even had some wonderful staff that that in that season of transition, uh, they left the team as well. And for a while, we were unsure even of what the next step was going to be for your campus. But we got an email a couple of weeks ago, and I want to read to you the official press release here of this email. And I'm talking to Germantown for a minute. So the official press release is this. Go Church Germantown receives the 2019 best of Germantown award. Watch this. Go Church has been selected for the 2019 best of Germantown award in the places of worship category. Watch this. So in all of Germantown, Maryland, Germantown campus, you were voted the number one place of worship in all of Germantown. Come on, somebody ought to give God thanks right there. Come on. So the, the press release goes on and says that each year, the Germantown Awards program places the best of, like the, the best place to eat, the best place to shop, the best place to go to church. And, and guys, I am just, I'm so proud of you. Uh, pastor David, the campus pastor there, and the incredible staff. Man, we're just, we're 700 miles from you, but, but we're celebrating with you. Come on, can we do that one more time? Come on. Yeah. I love it. And uh, and and when I get up there, I'm gonna hug all of you and just congratulate you. This is this is a big deal. It's a big deal. So uh, praise the Lord for that. Uh, All right. Two more things and then we'll jump into the inspirational side. So a lot of things, right? A lot of things, a lot of clapping moments. And uh, as the ministry continues to grow and move forward, I knew that we needed to add to our leadership team for those of you that own a business, you run a business, you know the importance of adding to your leadership team, getting the right people in the right seat to help you move that organization or that or that or creating a healthy strategy to keep growth in front of you. And so, one of the areas that I felt really was a priority was getting somebody on my right hand to be our global executive pastor. And so we began the interview process in the fall of 2019. We had quite a few resumes come in for what we call, you know, our GXP, our global executive pastor. And it didn't take very long for those resumes, for one of them to surface to the top. And you've seen Pastor Mike and Michelle, who are coming out to the stage, but hold your applause for a moment. You've seen them floating around our South Metro Atlanta campus. In a few days, Pastor Mike is coming up with me to Germantown to meet all of our family up there. But Pastor Mike and Michelle started in mid-December as our Global Executive Pastors. And I just wanted to uh, formally introduce to you your new Global XP's. Can you welcome Pastor Mike and Michelle Gaddis? Come on. Come on, give some honor today. I love it. So great. Uh, They're coming to us with a lot of wonderful ministry experience. As a matter of fact, the church they were serving at uh, in the North Georgia area, they were there for 15 years in a variety of different roles. When they began their ministry at that church, the church was running about 400. And under some creative leadership and strategy, that they that they partnered with the senior leadership at that church uh, when they transitioned in mid-December, the church was running four thousand people in a weekend and five campuses. Come on, isn't that great? So he's bringing to us both of them great wisdom and experience. This is a family guy, and you know they've got two grown children with five grandbabies. Come on, somebody. So they know all about that grandbaby life. And we're just really, really thankful to have both of you here. Uh, we love you so much. And, and I believe that partnering together will set us up on the right trajectory to reach more people for Jesus. So can you give the Lord a big thanks and bless them? Come on. But don't go anywhere. I love it. I thought I thought I'd keep the two of you out here for a moment uh, because we're just representing all of our all of our, our team. You remember in December we talked about that legacy offering. So if you weren't here during December, we took up for the first time ever a legacy offering, and here was the catch, because there was a catch. I said, I'm asking for 100% participation, and here's the catch, because we're giving 100% of it away. Isn't that awesome? So I've been promising you for a couple months now that we would announce the grand total, so I thought you'd hang in there with me, because this is good, this is so good you all gave to the legacy offering in 2019. Watch this. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Come on, somebody. $105,846. 68 cents. Both campuses. Come on, get up on your feet. Let's give Jesus some thanks. Come on. Oh, come on. Hands together. $105,000. Come on. Isn't that great? Woo! All right. You guys can transition. You can be seated and, uh, how many of you know we can do a lot with $105,000 we've already started giving some of this money away. And, and because I've got the microphone, I just wanted to bring a little clarity because my father-in-law who serves as our legacy pastor thought legacy, pastor, legacy offering. There was a connection there. <laughs> I just want to clear the air. Uh, you don't, you don't get none. All right. So we love you, but you don't get none of this. <laughs> 105000 hundred and five thousand. Come on. Man, so, so we're going to be able to do a lot of nonprofit partnerships, a lot of missions work. Uh, we're going to be able to take care of some, some great uh, orphanages around the world. And we've already got some plans to do some things for some widows and our heart for Christian education. And I know at Germantown, you can't see this, but there's some guys right here in the middle section from the ministry called A Better Way. Hey, we're, we're going to take care of you guys. We're going to take care of you. We're proud of you. We're going to do a lot with $105,846.68, and every penny is going to be given away. And then this time, this time next year, so kind of leapfrog one year in time, I'll be able to stand up here and tell you all of the things that God did because of your generosity. So let's just, let's, I've been talking for a minute. Let's take a, let's take a pause. Ten seconds. Somebody thank God for all the great things that he's doing at Go Church. Come on. (laughs) Come on, tell them you love them. Come on. To God be the glory. All right. Let's get a, let's get a little uh, inspirational then for the next few minutes. And, and this is why it's one of my favorite Sundays, because even if you're visiting for the first time or you've been here 100 Sundays uh, to know the vision and the mission of your church, to know why we exist and how we accomplish what strategies we have to accomplish that vision And mission. It's important to know the culture. It's important to know the DNA. And maybe you're sitting in one of our campuses for the very first time and you're thinking about, I don't know, is this the right church for me? I think that this information and then our heart over the next 10 minutes will really just uh, confirm to you if this is the place that you need to be. So let me share with you again, the vision of Go Church and just for some crowd participation on the count of three, I want both locations to read this aloud together. Can we do that? One, two, three. Go Church exists to love anyone from anywhere into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. This is who we are. All of these words are important, but there's a few key words here that I don't want you to overlook. The first one being love. The command to love is the greatest command. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. It was love that allowed Jesus to fulfill the law. So so everything we do, we have to operate out of a heart of love. And who are we loving? Anyone. Listen, any anyone that would allow us to give them love and then receive that love, I'm all in. Like, even up in Maryland, you know, uh, like, this is the hugginest church you'll ever go to. We're going to hug some people around here, aren't we? Because like, we love people. That, that's not fake. That's not phony. That's genuine. We just love people, anybody, rich, poor, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Democrat, Republican. It doesn't matter. We love people. Now, don't take that for granted. Are you listening to what I'm saying? because this world needs love. And you won't find that oftentimes, sadly. And we love people from anywhere. We don't just love Southern folk. We love the people from the Northeast and the people on the West Coast. And because of the diversity of our campuses, the tribes of ethnicity that make Gochurch who we are, we just love anybody. From anywhere. I get so excited when I get to meet people that, that come from other countries because there's a part of me that thinks, if you love me enough, you'll make me some of your food. Come on now. And <laughs> let me try some. F- Anybody love food? That's, a, that's like the best amen we got all day. Somebody like, yeah. And then the whole point of all of this is that we see these people find and develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, if you can memorize this, you let me know you got it and I'll give you, I'll give you a cookie one day, but this is a lot to kind of comprehend and keep to memorization. So what we did is we took our vision statement, which is the full length vision statement, and we reworded it to fit on a bumper sticker or a coffee mug. And so you hear this a lot at our church. We love people to life. It's what we do. We love people to life. Now, real life is only found in Jesus. Let me say it to you like this. You ain't living till you're living for the Lord. Come on. And when you when you find Jesus, when you find Jesus, man, Jesus changes everything. And I just pray that, you know, I don't, I don't know if I've ever preached someone to life or if I've ever paid somebody to life. Man, we've loved people to life. We've seen past Faults and insecurities and fears and questions and doubts. Man, that, that's not a bad thing. Let's have some healthy conversation and let there be love. And through that love, may people just find life in Jesus. That, that's the vision. So, so what is the mission? So if the vision is the what or the why, then the mission is the how. The mission is the, the strategy. And you need Strategy. Like, I'm all about the Holy Spirit, and we'll talk more about the Holy Spirit in a moment, but there there has to be some strategy to what we do. God is a God of order. You go to Genesis, it says, in the beginning, God created day one. He's a God of order, and he's a God of strategy. How many know that God doesn't just do something accidentally? Like, God didn't just one day create humanity and be like, oh, well, that's pretty cool wonder what this finger can do. You know, no, everything that God does is with order and design and purpose and meaning. So what's the mission? What's the strategy of Go Church? It should be simple for us to know it is the Great Commission. This really should be the heartbeat or the DNA of every church. The Great Commission were some of the last words of Jesus spoken before he ascended to heaven. And he told his disciples, and what he said thousands of years ago applies to you and I today. And it applies to this church. Jesus said, all authority, watch, in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now that's important because in Genesis, God gave Adam and Eve authority. He gave them dominion, and they messed that up. So God had to send his son Jesus to take back the authority to take back the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Are you listening to me? And then when Jesus was leaving this earth, he said, I have authority, and I'm giving you the authority, and you've got one objective, one purpose. He said, I want you to therefore. Let's do it again on the count of three. One, two, three. If you don't know, this is why we're named Go Church. I had a pastor uh, acquaintance of mine, when we launch Go Church, reach out and say, "Hey, I love the name Go Church. You have any other cool church names?" <laughs> Did you catch what I said? Oh yeah, because I was praying one day. I was like, "God, give me a cool church name." No, this this identifies who we are and what we do, and the strategy behind it. This isn't a cool church name. This is the purpose of the church: to go and to make disciples of all nations. There it is again loving anyone from anywhere and baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And I love this promise. It's such a good promise. And I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. So the mission of Go Church is right here. It's a great commission. So what we've done is we've created a strategy and maybe you've heard it like this, gather, grow, and go. Now, you need to know something about this. This is not a three step process. It's not step one, gather, step two, grow, step three, go. This is a, these work in harmony with one another. This I believe truly is the cyclical process of a disciple, someone who's in a relationship with Jesus, where we're a work in progress. So we, let me talk about gather. Every time we get to gather we call it a gathering. We don't call it a service. Although, for some of us that have been in church for a while, it's really hard to remember to call it a gathering. Some of my staff, it's a gathering. Why? Because the New Testament Greek word is ecclesia. Ecclesia is what they called the first church. What does ecclesia mean? It means a gathering and ecclesia was a military term because how many of you know that when, that when believers come together, the Bible says where two or three gather together, God shows up. And when God shows up in a gathering of ecclesia in a group of people, hell better watch out. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, so it's a, it's a first Wednesday gathering, a first Saturday prayer gathering. It's a Sunday morning gathering because that's what we're doing. We're gathering together. And that's what we want. I want all of our campuses, whether it's two campuses or 10 campuses, I want the gatherings, not just to be inspirational, I want them to be transformational. Man, when we show up, I want God to show up. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right, then we hope that you would grow. I don't want you just, we've got, we got enough people just coming to church in this world. I, I hope you get really uncomfortable in 2020 the longer you call Go Church your home church, I'm going I'm to challenge you to grow. You need to be in a group. You do. And if you say, I don't need to be in a group, you, sir, full of pride, especially need to be in a group. We all need groups, right? You need to go through move track, discover your design and your purpose. You, you need to go public with your faith through water baptism if you haven't done that yet. Listen to me, parents. You need to get your kids in Go Kids and your teens in Go Youth They need that gathering. They need that. Okay. So I want want you and your family to grow. And then I want you to go. Now, that doesn't mean leave. No, it means I want you to go. I want you to go and start using the gifts, talents, and abilities on the inside of you. I want you to serve, to go on a missions trip, to, to jump into one of our monthly serve outreach, local outreach opportunities, to give financially. That, that's gather, grow, go. That's the mission. This is the strategy. So you can identify real fast where you are in your walk with the Lord by, are you just gathering or are you growing? And Are you going? Are you, are you serving and giving and being active in missions and outreach? All right, let me show you this, a couple more thoughts. So let me give you the core values. The core values of Go Church is uh, five things that we identify ourselves to really stand firm in, in terms of values. Hang in there. Don't leave just yet, okay? Watch this. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have other values than these five. It's kind of like your spice rack. Y'all got a lot of spices in your spice rack, but you only use certain spices when the recipe calls for them. But there's four or five spices that they go on everything. Come on, somebody. Marilyn, you know what I'm talking about with Old Bay. Thank God for Old Bay. Yesterday, we had to get some cleats for Lake's baseball season coming up, and they had Old Bay sunflower seeds. I felt the Holy Spirit in the line at checkout, baby. So you got seasons, seasonings for everything. But here are the five seasonings or core values that we sit on mostly. People. My father-in-law who pastored this congregation for years said, we're going to be about people, people, people. We value people because God values people. We value people because God values people. Every person has destiny and purpose and meaning. And there are three things. I, the Lord put this on my heart for this year. I want every one of you, everybody listen to me. When you're a part of the Go Church family, I want you to feel known, needed, and cared for, known, needed, and cared for because you matter. The only way that you can fully feel known is to get into a group. The only way that you can feel needed is to get on a go team and serve. And the best way that you can feel cared for is to respond to opportunities of prayer and pastoral care, which we're working diligently on. People matter. Do you agree? We're all about innovation. I want to be on the cutting edge of the move of God. I don't want to be on the tailwind of God's move. I want to be on the front end of God's move. I say it like this to my team all the time. Um, I'm married to the vision of Go Church, but I'm dating the method. Okay, so we will never, and you need to hear me, we will never compromise the message, never. But whatever method we need to use to attract people, let it be, let it be. So if we if we got to do a Sunday fun day, let it be. All right. Uh, if, we, if, if I knew that a certain style of music, if I knew that river line dancing would attract unchurched people, we'd be like, thank God that we don't have to river line dance, but you get the point, you know? Some of you like, well, what about country line dancing? No, we're trying to bring people in. Keep them away. We're all about excellence. Everything we do has excellence attached to it. We're relentless about the details. We operate with urgency. Why? Because what we do represents God. And I know what some of you are thinking, well, you talk about excellence. I went into the bathroom and the trash was overflowing. Well, you can take the trash out. This is your house too. You better say that. Thank you. This is a family. So if there's an area that you can identify that we're not excellent in, listen to me. Maybe God is raising you up to lead that area. Oh man, generosity, we're all about generosity. We will never abuse people and we will never take for granted God's provision. Everything we have is because of God's favor and we will steward the favor of God really, really well. And then we're all about empowerment. My job as your pastor, my job as your spiritual tour guide is Ephesians four, to equip you to do the work of the ministry. I don't have to do it all. I can't do it all. I'm I'm not that gifted. I'm not that smart. But God has gifted you with different talents and abilities, and I'm going to equip you, empower you, disciple you, because the magnitude of what's at stake requires an all-hands-on-deck approach. Four thoughts, and we're done. So we, as a church, there's a lot of things that we believe, biblically and theologically. Let me narrow them all down to these four thoughts, and I'll give you a closing question. These are four essential truths that make us who we are, distinct to who we are. At Go Church, we believe that the Bible is the word of God. The Bible is our final authority. Whenever we got a question, whenever we got a concern, whenever we need an answer, whenever we don't know where to turn, we go to the Bible. Somebody help me preach for a minute. The Bible is the final authority. scripture says it like this in 2 Timothy. All scripture is inspired by who? And is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and teaches us to do what is right. So we believe at Go Church, the Bible is the Word of God. Secondly, we believe that Jesus is the Son of God. We believe that God came down in the form of humanity. Jesus was born of a virgin. He was crucified on a cross. They placed his lifeless body in a borrowed tomb. Three days later, up from the grave, Jesus arose. He's now sitting at the right hand of the Father, praying for all of us today. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that that the wages of our sin is death, but thanks be to God for Jesus, because Jesus paid a price that we could not pay on our own. Acts chapter 4 says it like this. I'm about to, I feel it, I gotta hurry, but there is salvation in no one else. Come on. No one else other than Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, Jesus said. I'm the truth. I'm the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. Go Church. Here at Go Church, we believe that you must be born again. You have a born date, but then you need a spiritual birth date. Psalmist David said in Psalm 51 that when his mother conceived him, he was conceived in sin. We were born into sin. But because Jesus paid the price, you and I can accept grace and mercy, and we can be born again. The Bible says it like this in 2 Corinthians. When someone becomes a Christian, they become a brand new person inside. The old passes away, and a new life has begun. Every time you walk into one of our gatherings at Go Church, we believe, that through the power of Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, that the old you, the old you can be left there and new life can begin. Are you with me? All right, let me give you one more. We believe it Go Church that believers can be spirit-filled and spirit-led. Unapologetically, you need to know this is a spirit-filled church. I believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I believe that the same power that raised Jesus up out of the grave lives inside of you if you receive the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter one, verse eight says, you will receive what? When the Holy Spirit comes on you. Don't reject the power of the Holy Spirit. Embrace the power of the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit to overcome trials and difficulty and temptation. I got one minute here and I got to get off this stage. So what is your next step on Vision Sunday with all the information and some of the encouragement through God's word? What is your next step? Maybe it, because you're coming to church, you're here. But there's more than just coming to church. Took my family to Disney last year. And I said, hey, we paid a lot of money. We're going to do it all. Like they gonna, Mickey Mouse is gonna drag me out of this park. I'm getting my money's worth. I didn't walk into Disney and tell my kids, hey, let's only do a few things. Why do we treat God and his church that way? Some of you are only getting a few things. And if we wanna be that exhausted over a mouse, come on now. Man, first Peter says, let's experience the fullness of salvation. So don't just come to church, get on a team, go through MoveTrack. Join a group. Get baptized in water. Get your kids and youth involved. Take that next step. Go on that missions trip. Uh, Sign up for that local outreach. Listen, go to that You Go Girl conference. Everybody's got a next step.